Welcome to Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. Albert Einstein once said, if he had an hour to solve a problem and his life depended on the solution, he would spend the first 55 minutes determining the proper question to ask. Once I know the proper question, he said, I could solve the problem in less than five minutes. The proper question. Too often I think I know the right answer when I haven't even posed any questions at all. Einstein said the most important question to know the answer to is this. Do you believe the world is a friendly universe? I used to ask myself that question every day when I walked out of my house. He said, if the answer is no, then we'll use our technology, science, and resources to protect ourselves from what we see as unsafe. If we decide that the universe is a friendly place, we'll use all those things to better understand the greater universe and improve the world. If I believe the world is unfriendly, I waste a lot of time, energy, and resources trying to protect myself from everything that might go wrong or hurt me. His question reminds me to trust that life isn't out to get me or you. Every day when I walk out the door of my house, I answer, yes, I believe the universe is a friendly place. And then I go love my life, all of it. I've discovered a handful of questions that help me stay focused and get my life back on track when it veers off center. I start every day with this question. If today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? Every day I start with that question posted in my medicine cabinet. Apple founder Stephen Jobs shared it in a commencement address at Stanford University. He said if the answer is no too many days, it's time to make some changes. I ask myself that question every morning when I brush my teeth. Most nights when I see it again, I smile because I lived my yes. Another question. What part of me is disturbed by this? My friends in 12-step recovery programs taught me that anytime I'm emotionally upset by anything, the problem is me, which is good because I can change me. I can't change anyone else. So I've learned to pause and see what button inside of me just got hit. Then I can respond instead of react. What can I bring to the occasion? Instead of thinking what you will get out of an event or situation, focus on what you can bring to it. It might be food or a gift, or simply a better attitude, or your undivided attention. I tend to swoop in and help others without even asking what they want, which can cause more harm than good. What they actually want might be totally different than what I think they want. Instead of doing what makes you feel good, ask, what can I bring to the occasion? What can I learn from this? Everything that happens is our teacher. There are no accidents, only lessons. There's no punishment, only consequences. Author Cheryl Richardson shared this gem that her first coach Thomas Leonard taught her. Life will give you a message. If you don't get the message, it will give you a lesson. If you don't learn the lesson, you'll get a problem. And if you don't take care of the problem, you'll get a crisis. So instead of fighting anyone or anything, treat everything that happens as if you chose it because on the spiritual plane, you did. 
What's the kindest thing to do right now? To the telemarketer that interrupted dinner? To the server who forgot your coffee? To the neighbor whose barking dog keeps you awake? To the spouse who forgot your anniversary? When in doubt about the great grand solution, just find a simple way to be kind in the present moment. What am I grateful for right now? I once knew an old Amish man who always prayed for a grateful, humble heart. How grateful are you? Mose Yoda used to ask me. Not grateful enough. I always focused on what wasn't working, not on what was. My friend Kathy used to always end our phone conversations by asking, what are three things you're grateful for? Now I can fill page after page. At the end of every day, I ask myself this question. Did you love? That's the measure of a good day and a good life. When I'm lying in bed scanning the day, flogging myself for all the unfinished tasks, a gentle voice asks, did you love? Joseph Bricky, a Jesuit priest, told me at the end of life, that's all that will matter. If you answer yes at the end of every day, then at the end of your life, the answer will be yes. You loved. What a great life to have. And if you say no, you have the great gift of another day to do better. Author Michael Singer changed my whole life with this question he posed in his book, The Untethered Soul, which I read every day. Do you want to be happy? As soon as I start to feel irritable or restless or cranky or sad, I pause and ask myself, Regina, do you want to be happy? Sometimes the answer is no. I want to pout or complain or wallow in sadness. But once I ask that question, I know I'm actively choosing to be unhappy. So I usually stop. Viktor Frankl, the Holocaust survivor and author of the book, Man's Search for Meaning, taught the world how to find happiness no matter what happens around you. He wrote, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. He also wrote, it is the very pursuit of happiness that thwarts happiness. So maybe the question is this, do you want to be happy right now? Not if everything turns out the way you want it, but right now, at this very moment. Most people would answer yes, but not always. Try it out. Try it out when someone cuts you off in traffic, when you get skipped over for the promotion, when the diagnosis says cancer. Do you still want to be happy? One day I was rolling my eyes at my husband as we stood in our basement trying to decide where to move something. I was getting irritable until a little voice popped in my head and said, Regina, do you want to be happy? I laughed and answered correctly, yes. And once I decided I wanted to be happy, it didn't matter who was right or wrong. Happiness isn't gained by reaching a goal, by winning an argument or a sporting event. It isn't somewhere you arrive at if everything aligns in your favor. It's somewhere you start and somewhere you stay, no matter what happens around you. Once you decide you're going to be happy no matter what, it's so much easier to allow others to be happy. And then you can truly be a joy to others. And finally, writer Raymond Carver. And finally, writer Raymond Carver dazzled us. 
And finally, writer Raymond Carver dazzled us with this question he answered in a brief, powerful poem called Late Fragments. And did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so. The even so reframes it all. When I ask myself that question, I feel the deepest peace and contentment with what is. And did you get what you wanted? Even so. It's a gentle reminder to love life unconditionally. Even though you didn't care every aspect of your job or marriage, even though every aspect of your job or marriage wasn't perfect, did you get what you wanted even so? As long as I'm feeling beloved on the earth, I'm good with whatever I get. And finally, when fear paralyzes me into inaction, this little question gets me unstuck. And then, and then, a friend shared that he asks it over and over all the way to the end of every fear. Try it out on every fear that pops into your head. What if my child doesn't get into Yale? And then, and what if he ends up at another school? And then, and what if he drops out? And then, and pretty soon you get to where all the answers are pretty okay. You can live with them. You can try it out on everything. Whatever your answer, keep asking and then over and over to every scenario that fear proposes. And pretty soon you realize that the fear of what might happen is worse than what actually really will happen. You soon realize it will all work out in the end. And it's not the end. It's simply too soon to tell. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me, and I hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett at Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and a review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. While you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks again for listening. Now go make something possible.